0: before we begin the episode i wanted to share some exciting news i have partnered with the teach better team to produce and create a book study course on aspire to lead my book and it is a extension to the book and hopefully allows you to dig a little bit deeper on your own journey so that you're able to accomplish all of the many goals that you want to achieve if you head over to teachbetteracademy.com you'll be able to find the free course or you can go on my Twitter page, and I've posted the link in there, a direct link to the free course. I'll also be speaking on the subject of the book, Aspire to Lead, at the upcoming Hot Springs Technology Conference next week with the wonderful and fantastic Jeff Gargis of the Teach Better team. So we're going to have several sessions. I'm going to speak about the book. I'll also be speaking on restorative and trauma-informed practices and then we're going to talk about some ways to bring podcasting into the classroom. So super excited about those sessions. We're going to be very busy this upcoming week. If you're happening to be in the Hot Springs area going to that conference, we'd love to meet you. So make sure you stop by, introduce yourself, connect in some way. And I know Jeff and I are super excited to not only be there, but to connect with a lot of amazing educators and leaders. As far as this week's show, Breanne Fennell is the guest this week. She's in a amazing educator teacher and a part of the teach better team and we're going to talk about the importance of play and how it addresses physical and emotional health in our students welcome back everyone to aspire to lead where we will be discussing the visions inspirations and experiences from top educational leaders my name is joshua stamper and you can connect with me on twitter or on instagram at joshua double underscore stamper Welcome back, Inspire listeners. I have a fantastic guest with me, and someone I've wanted to have on the show for a while now. I'm so happy that I get to speak with her tonight. She is one of the Teach Better teammates of mine, and it is an honor to work with her. In fact, we worked together this morning with the Podcast Summit, and I, I was so fortunate to have her in attendance. And once again, to speak with her tonight, Brand. Thank you so much for joining me on the Inspire Podcast.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I've wanted to be a guest on this podcast for a while.
0: Well, and we share a lot of connections because you're also an EduMatch author, and I can't wait to talk about your books and all of the wonderful things that you're doing. But before we talk about that and play in schools, I would love to hear about your educational and leadership journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I am a first and second grade looping teacher in Ashland, Ohio, Looping just means you keep the same set of students for two years. So many research known benefits to that. So I also have taught preschool. And so I have, you know, that background in education. But I guess since I was born the first child, I have always had the tendency to want to lead. And so in my building, I am considered a tech coach. Um, I've been a grade level facilitator. And then on a state level, I was nominated for the Ohio Teacher of the Year for um, District 5 and won that. And through that program, I also became a Teacher Leader Liaison. Then I served two years in that role. And next year, I'll be a Teacher Leader Ambassador. So I'll get to do some of the PD for for the state. So
0: very cool. You got your hands in all kinds of things, don't you?
1: I do, but I I love it all. And it really offers me a lot of opportunities to contribute to one of our connections, which is the Teach Better family. And so I'm happy to have all of these different things going on um, so I can bring that back to our, to our family and um, serve in that role as well.
0: Well, you brought it up. Let's talk about it. Uh, the Teach Better team. So, you know, we've been connected with them and we have the opportunity to work together, but as far as your role and, and how were you even brought onto the team or connected to them? You know, what was that experience like?
1: Yeah. So I started being connected to the Teach Better team. Oh my goodness. It was, it was so long ago that I started with Mastery Chat. Mm -hmm. And the reason I started with Mastery Chat is because Tiffany Ott was at this conference, and it was actually the same location that we had our Teach Better 19 conference. Oh wow! And I know, isn't that interesting? And so she handed me um, one of the stress balls, and we still have those green Teach Better stress balls. I got one right here. <laughs> yeah, there it is. So we, uh, she handed me that. And I like brought it back to my seat, and I didn't really know anything about it. And so, like in between some sessions. I looked up the team and that's where I found mastery chat. And I was really involved in that. And then during, actually during COVID, they, um, Megan and Andrea on our team started this um, ambassador program. Mm -hmm. And so I had reached out to Jeff, like, I really want to get more involved in the team. You know, I've been here on the sidelines, like I've been super active as much as I can, but like, what are some avenues that I can get really involved with the team. And he had some suggestions, like um, I started my Play Better blog uh, with the Teach Better team. And then this opportunity for ambassadors came up. And so I was one of the original ambassadors on the team. And then there was another position for a lead ambassador. So I was the lead ambassador for professional development on the Teach Better team. And then I did, I served in that role for a little while. And then one, during one of our meetings, I was like, I really desire to like go further with the team. Like I really want to be, you know, a staple. I want to help you guys. I want to be a part of the family on a bigger level. And so when the uh, job was posted for um, a social media assistant, I applied, actually did a couple rounds of interviews with different members of the team. And then Um, I was able to get this position that I'm in now. So, I mean, it's like, what's so cool for me though, to see it on this side is that because I had all the experience, like just kind of reaping the benefits of the team for so long. And now I get to see like the team doesn't do anything on a whim. Like everything is so intentional and is so built around community. Mm -hmm. It's always changing, and I've, I've learned so much in this role because it's like, you know, if something's not working or if something like could be better, I mean, it's huge better, but if something <laughs> could be better, like it's, it's really looked at through multiple lenses and, yep. and they really strive to make it a, as best as we can possibly be for our audience. Um, just like during COVID shutdown, when that daily drop-in started like, I don't know. I, I mean, it was just a connection that I had with people when I really needed a connection. And right. so the fact that that carried on through the, this school year, I think was amazing and really provided a lot for, for our audience and for um, teachers who sometimes we don't even know they're connected with us, but we're making an impact.
0: So Brian, you talked about the ambassador program that you first started with. And I know for myself and you, we're kind of embedded in the teach better team. So we know what that entails. So for those who are listening that don't even understand what an ambassador is, can you just kind of share what that role was and kind of what you did with the teacher team at that time?
1: Yeah, so the ambassador program is, is really neat. There are applications that come up a couple times a year. And what it really is, is like, it's not like, hey, I'm going to go buy some swag, which also you do a fantastic job providing us with lots of different graphics of swag, little plug there. (laughs) But it's it's somebody who really just shows the teach better message and is able to share out. There are lots of different benefits, like the lead position I had for professional development. So there's exclusive PD that only the ambassadors get. And it's brought to us by like different members of the team, but it really is focused on what the ambassadors want and need. So like when I was uh, doing that position, we had surveys. So we knew like exactly what they wanted to see, which topic areas they wanted us to cover. And there's a Facebook group. And, but what's really cool is like, if you hop onto Voxer, like I'm still a part of that family. Like they didn't give me up when I when I turned over too, official member of the team. So like you can get on them and they're just really supporting each other. Like I know a lot of people just got new jobs or and, and it's not just celebrating those really great things that are happening, um, but supporting them through the process. I know that people were like, oh yeah, like here's some like interview tips or this is what I know about that school district or, you know, just giving... That moral support, but also for hard times too. Like there's been lots of times where they're like, "Hey, can you guys just think about me? Can you, you know, put some good thoughts?" And then people come and check in on them. It's it's really very unique, and that's why, you know, applications are only open a couple of times a year because we really want to focus on the ambassadors having the best experience with our team, and also they get the opportunity to in charge of something for our Teach Better conference. And I have several ambassadors that are part of my volunteer group. And so they're really just like, just a a part of the inner workings of everything that we do. So we really want to make sure that when we open up that, those applications that people are, you know, they feel like they can be a part of that family. So one of the things I know that Megan, Andrea, and Ray and Jeff are doing right now are they're, they're actually talking with the ambassador group. And just seeing like how we can even make that better. Like they're asking the opinions of the people in the group. I mean, I just feel like it's, you know, if we did that in education, in all aspects of education, that you really hear the voices of the of people that want either change or the things that they really like about the program.
0: Yeah, it's so true. And I love how the community, the master community is so tight knit because I've been a fly on the wall with, you know, different Um, sessions that you all have done in zoom or on facebook group or through voxer and you all are very supportive one another and i I love that piece especially during covid when it was so needed i think everyone was struggling quite a bit and to have someone to lean on and and to have your back in that during that time is it was huge and it was fun to see from from the sidelines if you will yeah you are an awesome group by the way it's always enjoyable to, (laughs) to be around the ambassadors
1: this podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode.
0: I want to talk about something you said earlier. You talked about the Play Better blog series, and yes. I'm interested. I want to know what the series <laughs> yeah. is all about. And I know you're passionate about this topic of play in schools and I kind of want to know not only what the blog series is, but just what does that mean to you and how can that be better within each school building?
1: Yeah. So I started that play better blog and it ran for a year, a little over a year actually. And then I actually transitioned to another aspect of the team, which is the teach better brain breaks. And so now what I write for the team are these brain breaks. And so, what the, that opportunity was, was to give Jeff and Dave some really fun, like tangible ideas that they could use on Brain Break that not only could they do and have fun with educators that they brought on, but also that teachers could use in their classroom. So, if they go to the Brain Break aspect of the Teach Better website, They can actually pull up all the games that they have played since I started with them. And they can, um, I have little ideas of how they can tweak it so that it could be used in their classroom. But it's like most of them have like little to no setup. Um, If they do have setup, I kind of step by step tell them how like, hey, you just need to grab some note cards and a pen or or something like that. So I think that's really fun because like the Play Better blog was the kind of the why. And this brain break is kind of the how. So I, I kind of like how it's transitioned, kind of like all of my work on the team. It just keeps growing in different directions. And I love that.
0: It evolves. It
1: does. It does evolve. It gets better, right? Right. <laughs> it just
0: keeps getting better. <laughs> it just gets.
1: Something that I did with EduMatch is I released a book that is called Play Ye, yep. which is just a... Just a fun children's book about my son Lucas and using a cardboard box and like all the ways his imagination could transform that box. And then I released another book when my son Max was born. I wrote kind of a like a kind of a way that they were playing together. But the older sibling like doesn't understand why the younger sibling can't do all these things yet. <laughs> so that was play a baby talk. And then I had a third book with Edgy Match, also a children's book called Choose Your Cheer. It's not about cheerleading, even though the main character is a cheerleader. It is about using like your gifts, like the things that you're really good at to help other people. And so I feel like, that is another aspect of my life that I love to do is write and obviously talk about play and just kind of connect kids with books that are easy for them to understand and transfer those bigger concepts into their lives. Mm-hmm. And so I have another book and this is like kind of top secret for your podcast. I know but I, I'm pretty excited that, to
0: hear this news.
1: I know. So I have another book that um, is a, in the works with Match, and this book is called cooper's comics and i probably already said too much but <laughs> it is it is go- it's like one of those like feel good teacher stories but that also has you know an important message about there's stuff on the surface that you can see but then there's stuff behind the scenes that you don't so like mm-hmm. kind of like I know, I know this is your wheelhouse, like the patterns of behavior yeah. and having empathy, um, but also like why that connection with your students is so important. Yeah. And so I'm so excited for that to come out. The release date is to be determined as of right now, but I was so excited because I have a top secret illustrator that is working with me on this project. And obviously, Sarah Thomas is always a joy to work with. Oh, yeah. And so- I'm I'm excited about this project and what's it's just something that's that's kind of new and different for me as well and so I'm hoping 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 that I'll be able to have it in the bookstore at the Teach Better conference and if not I'll have info on how you'll be able to order that in the future.
0: Well that kind of is a perfect segue. I mean how excited are you for October for Teach Better 22?
1: I am so excited about Teach Better 22. So I am that lead committee for the audience experience and so all things conferences I have been, it's been on my mind it's been at the forefront we've been doing meetings and we just want to kind of capture that feeling. You know it's hard to catch a feeling like yep. but people still talk about Teach Better 19. Like when you talk to the people that were there, they're like, I cannot wait because I love Teach Better 19. It was unlike any other conference I've ever been to. And so we're, we're really working as a team to kind of figure out like talking, you know, hearing those voices, like what are some things you really loved about the conference? I even have, um, over on our private Facebook page, you can even fill out a survey Of like, what are your, what are things are you looking for in Teach Better 22? And we really do. We look at that information. We talk as a team. We talk in marketing about how we can take that information and really give our audience what they want. But, you know, one of the biggest things that I found is that it's that connection piece. Like people just can't wait to like see each other in person, to hug each other to not see people on a, in a box on a screen, you know, just to have that real face-to-face and it's like over several days and we're going to have networking events. So it's not going to be, you know, it's going to have that professional learning, Mm -hmm. but it also is going to be like hanging out with your best friends. And so I just, I honestly can't wait. I just recently was a part of another planning committee for the Ohio Teacher leadership summit, mm-hmm. and that was a phenomenal event. And I was just able to gather even more ideas on how we can make teach better, even even better. Yep. And so I I love attending conferences. I don't know about you. Oh yeah. But conferences kind of like rejuvenate me. It's like at the end of the school year, like that's awesome. But like my students are gone now, mm-hmm. and so it's like okay, well I like having ours in October, like I just can't wait for teachers to be able to come get rejuvenated, get these fresh ideas from all kinds of presenters. And something that I loved about the conference I just attended and teach better is that the presenters are people that are just like us that are in the trenches, in the classroom. They have these big ideas that, that that's working for them right now that they can share with us. And so you know, it's not just a grand concept. It's like, here, you can take this and you can run with it in your own classroom.
0: Yeah, those practical steps.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, let's talk about, you You went to that conference for Ohio Teacher Leadership Summit, but you also have a role as a teacher leader with that state organization. So what is it that you do for them?
1: So for the state organization, some of the kind of things for the teacher leader liaison program is you also get professional development. And so every month, we would meet and you would get professional development on um, concepts that were big for the state. But the state also has like a whole child framework. And so there were different connections there. Like we would learn about building relationships or we would learn about some different ways that we could communicate or how we could look at culture and our communities and really best serve our students. And so that was That's one of the parts is, you know, learning and growing together. Um, Another part of it is networking. So being on these meetings and really like if there are some big concepts that are going out, like we get that information. There's some some different things going on in Ohio with, with different house bills and dyslexia laws. And so we were able to get professional development on things that are coming up and being able to share those things out with our buildings and our school districts and our communities. One of that parts is you serve on a committee. And so the committee I served on um, had to do with the conference. And so there will be another conference next year. And what I get to do is since I served two years um, as a liaison, I get to move on to being an ambassador. So I will actually get to provide some of the PD for the liaisons, I will get to um, attend more of these conferences with different leaders in the state. And so I'm, I'm really excited to continue my role with that organization.
0: So Brianne, this is a question that I know you're familiar with, and I love asking it every single time. So for our aspiring and current leaders, if there's something they can do tomorrow or next week to enhance their leadership journey, what, what would that be?
1: I think that in my leadership journey. And advice I would give to other people is that my journey is not just about me and I think that's why I'm able to do these other things is because I really like I have the strong desire to help other people and I've learned a lot about using my voice and using it well and so I actually I had a friend and I I'm going to share the story this is the first time on this podcast but I had a friend come to me and she's, she is a, in a coaching position now, but she was like, you know, there's something that I want to talk to you about. And this is kind of hard for me to talk to you about it because, you know, I really respect you, but I really need you to listen more. Hmm. And I thought about that because I am a talker. I am a extrovert. I love, I get really excited and I start talking fast and I love to share ideas. And then people like, they'll say something and it'll spark another idea. And then I want to share it because I don't want to forget it. And I start, (laughs) and I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. So I, like, I took her advice and I respected her too. And so I was like, I know that that was hard for her to tell me. And I know that I needed to hear it. Mm -hmm. So when I'm sitting in in meetings now, I, I really do take that time to, listen to what's being said before I respond. And sometimes I really don't want to forget it. So I bring some paper or pen or whatever. Um I always have a planner. I know people are like, oh, we need digital planners, but I still have my paper planner. But half of it, yes, I'm gonna hold mine up I, I
0: held mine half up. Of it. No one saw that, but I held mine up.
1: Part of it is just because I turn to whatever month it is on those extra pages. And if there's something I really, really want to share with them, but I need to continue listening I jot it down quickly so that I can be an active listener so I can be looking at them so that so I guess like even just taking advice from people who have been doing it longer than you people that really have your best interests in mind (laughs) because I I was like oh that kind of stings but sometimes you have to hear those like those hard things it's like I really wanted, I really wanted to share everything that was on my mind, but it's not always needed because sometimes when you step back and you listen like things that you were going to say, maybe somebody else was going to say it already. And you took that opportunity from them. And so when you, when you listen more, you really have that, have that chance to, to learn from others.
0: Yeah. I love what you're talking about with the planner and I, I take notes on mine. I've got my calendar there too, that I write it on the piece of paper so I can then transfer it to my many digital calendars. Yes, <laughs> so I don't know if that's how you, you work also, but Brianne, I want folks that are listening to be able to connect with you because I, I find you to be a huge resource. I love working with you each day on the teaching better team. So how can they do that?
1: Well, currently you can catch me on Twitter a lot. i um, at play. Yay. And then on Instagram, my professional account is at Brianne.Fennel and it's two M's, two L's for Fennel. But I I love connecting with educators um, on there and I connect a lot with with different voices, like through my role on the Teach Better team as well. And so it's an exciting opportunity to be able to do both. But I am on the socials a lot. So,
0: yes, you do a wonderful job. And I will put everything in the show notes for everyone. So, you know, I'll have. Uh, Brianne's social media handles but then also have a link for the teach better blog and her resources as far as her books with edgy match and uh, make sure you pick up all of those because I think, you know, if you're looking for play and some fun in the classroom, you know, that's gonna, you know, build relationships. That's, that's a huge resource and something that I highly encourage. So uh, Brianne does a fabulous job with those. And then you can definitely check in on brain breaks when those come back in the fall. And uh, all the things that she's doing with the Teach Peter team with the ambassador program. And, of course, check out the conference. I want to also say that we have a code, Aspire2022. And that'll get you $50 off of registration. So definitely check that out. I know. I just found out about that. Jeff hooked up the podcast network. So uh, for any listeners that are listening to other shows, too, they're going to have that offer. So for... The discount, again, it'll be in the show notes, but Aspire 2022, if you go to teach better slash conference, you can use that to get $50 off of your registration. So then you also have the pleasure of seeing Brianne. I mean, that alone, that's that's way more than $50 worth. Brianne, you going to join us on uh, podcast row?
1: Oh, I'll be, I'll be all over that conference. And so <laughs> I will be at podcast row. I will be taking you guys's pictures i will be posting on social
0: media perfect i i'm gonna pull you away you know steal you for at least a couple of minutes so maybe i can have you and, and brad hughes on um, we can maybe do a short little uh recording just the the three of us sometime on the podcast row.
1: I would love that. Brian Brad <laughs> on Podcast Row. All right. That sounds that, great.
0: Writing that down in my planner. That's happening. Well, Brian, thank you so much for being on the Inspire podcast. Yourself. It's always a joy to, to be with you. And I, I always love our, our interactions and our conversations. So thank you so much for sharing about play and all the wonderful things that you're doing in education.
1: Thank you so much for having me.